0: I mean, seriously, Al, soup, is it really food, or is it just a savoury milkshake?
1: <laughs> this is a debate for the ages, Dave. Many a internet flame war has been on this topic. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, it raises the question, like, if you put anything into a blender, does it turn it into a drink? Or is it, you know, still the original food?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only reason I came it- up with this is because I was having soup this week, and I was just like, it's not even food, it's just... A savoury milkshake.
1: Yeah, that's one way of thinking about it. I mean, a lot of soups, you do end up, you know, blending the ingredients at some stages. So it's pretty dang close.
0: Yeah. It's too liquid to be food.
1: Surely the threshold's like, if you can eat it with a, with a straw, then you're dealing with a drink It's a liquid, it's, right? You,
0: well, you're not eating it then, are you really?
1: Exactly. I think that's got to be the line. If you've got to make a rule, so that's uh, how I go. So I
0: guess if it's chunky chicken soup, like it's got big chunks of chicken in it, that it's not soup, but if it's just like tomato soup, where it's just liquid,
1: mm. yeah, because mm. yeah, some of the more delicious soups are the ones that have the chunks in them of different stuff.
0: That's more of a stew, though, isn't it?
1: Broth. <laughs> Getting technical. Yeah, we we need to get a hold of a chef. Someone can give us a professional opinion. Have you ever heard the other other classic debate? What's that? Is 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 a hot dog a sandwich?
0: Is it, is it a sandwich if it's...
1: Yeah. It opens a whole box, man. Like, the essence of what is a sandwich. What is a
0: hamburger? That is, is that a sandwich?
1: So you'd say that a hamburger is maybe like part of the sandwich family?
0: Well, then a hot dog has to be really as well, doesn't it?
1: Some people s- swear they'll go to the to the grave screaming that a hot dog is not a sandwich. It's a
0: bit of roast beef and gravy roll. Is that a sandwich? Yeah. If that's a sandwich, then a hot dog has to be because it's exactly the same thing instead of having beef and gravy, you just put the fucking saveloy in it.
1: <laughs> I think you just play the odds man if there's bread involved and you're you know stacking it up with your hands, yeah, it's probably a sandwich.
0: Why is it called a sub?
1: I don't know, maybe because it's well that's the the long you know elongated roll, so it looks a bit like a submarine. I assume that has something to do with it
0: uh, fair enough, oh.
1: Just... This is probably just a good sign that we should do research before the <laughs> podcast. We're just sitting here with questions with no answers. I've got, well, here's a, question. Be... here's a question that
0: you've probably got no answers <laughs> for as well. So, I'm sure, assuming you've been keeping up with the news during the week, seeing there's not much else to fucking do around here.
1: Oh, man, I've got to be honest. I, I've not actively been avoiding it, but I haven't been seeking it out, hey?
0: So, have you heard what? about Cardinal Pell?
1: Yeah, yeah, that was hard to miss. How many of those Basically, seven
0: judges are religious? What the fuck?
1: Well, I mean, what's what's the go? Was was there a technicality that they sort of turned it over on, or was it like we think the dude's innocent, or was it like a an issue with the procedure of the trial? I mean, I, 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 like I, I said, I didn't look into the details.
0: I don't know either, but I mean, big. I, I always I always go with the whole there's a, there's a scandal behind it surely surely the, some of the judges were a bit religious or
1: well whenever they hand down a judgement there's always like a big written thing that explains their thought process and again it's not something I've read but they usually you know they have to explain what well, they how were saying they, came to the they were saying
0: the their judgement was that the the jury they found that the jury wasn't able to make an uh, make the decision they did Thinking that Cardinal Pell, um, what do they call it when somebody's found guilty? They have to um, all reasonable doubt. So they're saying that sure. the, the jury, there's no way the jury could have come up with that decision with no reasonable doubt. So they're basically right. making up their minds for some, for other people when they've already made it's bullshit. Why have a fucking jury if they're going to just do this anyway?
1: Well, it kind of goes both ways. Like, if you know, a jury is voting with their emotions and not looking at the evidence, that's obviously a problem in a trial. So I can kind of see that angle. I'm not for one second agreeing with the decision. Um, But I guess at this stage, I assume that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to do a a retrial or have to wait for other evidence to come forward before they can dig into it again.
0: Uh, Somebody should just fucking shoot the cunt.
1: Well, if there's any cosmic justice, it'll be a... A, a dose of Narona and an uncomfortable death. Hopefully, he I, saw that.
0: I hope, hope he dies with a finger up his bum.
1: Mate, he might like it like that. Uh, all right. Um, a chopstick, I the see <laughs> Some dudes like that too. <laughs> who, who knows what this sick unit is up to? Um, I did see that his um, his church or whatever it is got smashed with some graffiti. Saying that they hope that he burns in hell. I mean, so
0: normally I would just say, oh, that's shit. But this day and age, with everything going on, that was some risky business going out there and doing some graffiti with the social distancing <laughs> and everything. So.
1: I'm pretty sure any time the cops stop you with a backpack full of spray paint, you're probably answering questions whether there's a, <laughs> a lockdown or not.
0: Actually, saying that, answering questions, did you see this afternoon... Uh, a car got stopped down at Bombo, uh, with, mm. it was a car from Sydney, people get out, uh-huh. showing COVID signs, gets carted straight off to Shell Harbour Hospital.
1: Right, where were they off to?
0: Well, it doesn't matter where they're off to, they shouldn't have been here in the fucking first place, they're from fucking Sydney. Well,
1: that's what I mean, Is like, what what were they thinking? I mean, it's one thing to, to travel against orders, but to do it while you're actually sick, And then it turns out you're infected with coronavirus. Fucking mental. Yeah. Oh, Oh, well. The carload of people, that's a few thousand dollars worth of fines. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. If they they make it through the week.
0: Oh, well. Either way. Justice is served.
1: (laughs) (laughs) On the flip side, I did see that there was a lot of people sharing... Like, your traffic cam sort of stills on all the major roads and there was... Absolutely deserted. Dude, so
0: last night I was out doing the Uber Eats. I got slammed. It was so fucking busy last night, hmm. which is really weird for a Thursday night, but I'd assume because it's a long weekend. And I, I had to um, go down the freeway. Yep. It was fucking dead. Like it was literally, I was the only car on the fucking road, which is yep, crazy for a Thursday night on a long weekend.
1: So I think this was the time when all the health. Officials or the state government were sweating bullets. Is like, are people going to ignore this shit and still travel on Easter? But by the large majority, it looks like people have done the right thing.
0: Yeah, I think there's been there were some reports on Wednesday and Thursday of boats traveling, tra- boats and caravans traveling down the coast. But for the most part, I, <sighs> think, I think for the most part, everyone's I mean, there was that dickhead arts minister that was up in his fucking um, holiday home up the coast as well. But he's he's since been fined and has decided to <laughs> he apparently quit today as well. So, really, oh, I mean, it's a, it's he's re- pretty fucking dumb. Like he's part of the the team that's supposed to be leading the country, and he gets found out he's on his fucking hol- in his holiday home.
1: Sure, but and they're I telling mean, everyone we- else
0: not to do it. Fucking retard.
1: I mean, is it one of those deals where he quit, but it was more or less he was told. Either that or you get the chop. Must uh, have been.
0: I'd, I'd say possibly, but I mean, who knows. But like that, actually, I was watching something today, um, just a TV show, and it's funny, the person said, I expect, your, expect you to hand your um, application for, not not resignation, <laughs> fucking having a brain fart. <laughs> not resignation, transfer. Just,
1: right. But I'm just like... He wasn't in the Catholic church, was he?
0: No, it was a police team. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just like, it made me think, how can you demand somebody put in an application for transfer? Like, couldn't you just go, fuck you, I ain't going anywhere. What are you going to do about that? You can't sack me.
1: Well, there's an implicit threat there that they'll make shit horrible for you. That's generally the the overtone.
0: Yeah. I'd be I'd be inclined to stick my dig my heels in and go, you know what? You can make my life a misery. I can make yours just as fucked up too.
1: People often do, man. It happens all the time. <laughs> but but yeah, back to the um, people traveling for holidays. I chatted to my dad during the week. He's down at Jervis Bay there and he's he's been bailing people up. Obviously not locals, you know, doing the wrong thing as it is. You know, breaking the rules about dogs on the beaches and all that sort of stuff. And I, I can understand why people... Might want to, you know, get away while they can't do anything else, blah, blah, blah. But the first and fundamental principle in fighting this virus is you don't spread it around. You stay where you are, especially if you're sick. I mean, you've got to behave behave as if you've got it, and you're doing everything you can to not spread it around. Jumping in your car and driving three hours down the coast, well and truly the wrong fucking idea.
0: Dave, that... Train of thought, but there's also this train of thought sharing is caring.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm joking because I'm I agree with what you're saying. But, um, how, how have you been going this week with your social distancing, oh, Al, and your, and your quarantining in the house and all the rest of it?
1: It's interesting, I've seen a pretty persuasive argument that suggests I know the term's true and truly embedded now of social distancing, but really you should be thinking physical distancing because I think the hallmark of my week has been trying to do what I can to stay connected to people especially in a work sense while everyone's you know split up and working from home um, and it seems i think it's made a difference you know obviously there's a lot of extra stress especially people who've got who had kids home from school as well trying to still do full-time work but having having that contact um, even if it's only like a half an hour i don't know i think that really helped maybe from like a, a mental you know, clarity perspective rather than just getting sort of stuck in a cycle of you know, feel, feeling like you are trapped in a cage. Yeah, I, uh, I've been yeah.
0: feeling it a bit this week, if I'm honest with you. I've been a few times I've almost gotten the phone to ring you and i just like, uh, he doesn't want to hear to me <laughs> today, he's got enough shit on his plate. So I just kind of left him. <laughs> save
1: it. Save it for Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I know you've been doing the Uber deliveries, like. Just oh, those couple of
0: times. It's 99% leave it at the door, no?
1: Yeah, yeah, people aren't fucking around. So it's, um,
0: um, yeah, I'm not getting ready to talk to too many people at all.
1: Yeah, but even just being out, like, just a couple of times we've gone gone out to go to the shops or I had to get some shit for the pool. It's, like, turned into, like, this exciting excursion of, like, seeing the outside world. It's, it's twisted, but, um, yeah, just those little things... Now, seen has such a, a big impact. Yeah, yeah. To, anything just to sort of shake up the routine a little bit. But yeah, I think anyone who's thought this thing through understands that it's not it's not a big sacrifice. And no. people people have done much harder and much more more in the past for for different reasons. Oh yeah. I mean, so I'm
0: yeah. I'm not concerned. I'm just looking forward to when you know. A bar or whatever opens back up, and we can catch up and go and have a beer or whatever.
1: Well, I mean that's a really positive way of looking at things, as well as like all these things that you, you now appreciate so much more that you can't do it. Next time you do, it's going to be going to be all the time, right? Yeah. Well, that's the be-
0: thing. Like I never used to really care about going to a pub or you know going out for a beer or whatever, but yeah, I'm, I'm already in my mind the first thing I want to do once we can all go out and catch up is just let's go down to Bavarian and smash a few steins.
1: Yep. Yep. Just go and feed your face. Enjoy human company.
0: Yeah. Have a few beers and just <laughs> fucking get an Uber or a taxi home and not have to worry about it.
1: Hmm. I think another positive aspect of this lockdown situation is how how creative different people are about how they you know adapt and move on. So, like last weekend Marty hosted a virtual trivia night yeah. so normally he's he's doing two or three trivia nights a week and obviously right now you can't you can't do that shit down at the club like you said so he's been organizing that on you know video based meetings and it, it worked really good yeah right it probably make, probably makes it easy for someone to do like the sneaky little oh, smartphone un, under the table but
0: definitely a lot of cheats going on <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but it's mostly just been smaller groups of you know friend, friends and family yeah and that that was great I, I think we're going to do it again tomorrow night saturday night he's got another one lined up Yeah. Right. so you know just yeah this is a, a, a clever enough idea to test it out and it, it worked pretty good what was the other thing oh that was the other thing that um andy at work gave me the hot tip on was that um, Fox were covering some of the um, iRacing that the V8 Supercar drivers are doing now. They've started up a an eRacing championship. Oh yeah. So just watch that today. They had two races at Phillip Island and a third race at Monza in V8 Supercars. <laughs> yeah, right. Which was which was cool, but man, it was like they did the full on. They had the commentators, they had technical analysts. They like went all in. It was. It's pretty entertaining.
0: Yeah, I, called- I've, I've, when I've been out doing the Uber eats on the weekend or last weekend at least, anyway, hmm. the um, ABC have been doing um, like mock games, like right. uh, uh, of the NRL,
1: <laughs> calling a phantom game. But
0: they're not even watching the game. This is what's making it even funnier. They haven't got script. They haven't got anything. They're just making it up doing as they the go. Fly. There's two of them just having a. Wow. full it's been pretty good actually.
1: Let's get it. That, that to me is- Seems like it's getting pretty desperate. <laughs>
0: oh, they did it. They did it for um, uh, what did they do it for? It was like legends games or whatever. They did legends um, so like an old team versus a new team.
1: Uh like you, you have your 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 all time greats. Yeah. So they yeah, did, yeah. They did that cool like at the
0: end of last season. Oh, not that I ever watched listened to the NRL, but it just I it was in the car and I don't know, just something different to listen to. So it's been good. And I've been listening to Roy and HG on ABC on a Sunday as well. They're pretty cool.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was a weird feeling logging into to Ko. I'm like, great. I'm glad I'm spending money on this. <laughs> Sports yeah. are just. It's all just replays and like documentaries and all that sort of nonsense. That's kind of it's funny you tr- say desperate.
0: that because we were obviously on a contract with Foxtel. And- uh, yeah. And we've got, like, the top package, so we've got all the sports, all the movies, everything. But everyone yeah. who's got, like, the basic package, Foxtel are just going, oh, yeah, you can have everything for free at the moment. Cause oh, of the COVID's. I remember just like, that, yeah. Fucking, what the fuck? Like, we have having to pay <laughs> fucking <laughs> top dollar for this shit. Everyone else is getting it for free.
1: Fucking coronavirus. Getting fucked again. I feel stitched right up. <laughs> but, yeah, like I said, it was entertaining um, watching the... Because it's mostly current drivers from V8. Yeah. Supercars,
0: yeah. See, I'm not into V8, so I don't even think I'll have that much interest in watching it.
1: But, um, it's been a while since I'd looked at the platform iRacing as well. But I hey, freaking do a nice job. Hey, look, it looked really cool. Like, you and I know Philip Island pretty well, yeah. and they had this thing modeled sweet as, yeah. It's quite impressive.
0: I've done like a MotoGP on my Xbox around Philip Island, mm. it's not, not too bad, it's pretty good. Um, I always find it difficult to play those games with a controller, like, just doesn't seem to work properly.
1: Yeah, and I mean, this is one of the big things that these guys are having to adapt to, right, is there's no physical sensation that they've developed the racing skills around, is now it's all just, you know, staring at a screen, turning a wheel, like, you know, there is some force feedback on the wheel, but that, just the pit of the stomach, you know, effect of like G-Force is just missing, so, I had to, Apparently, they've all been practicing pretty hardcore, and it was pretty competitive. It wasn't like, you know, just the the young whippersnappers were whipping everyone's butts. Yeah, well, so, so they're probably
0: doing it all on simulators, too, aren't they? Like, so they're sitting in a chair and...
1: Oh, man, it was pretty funny. There was a big mix, hey? Like, there were some dudes with, like, the pro setup. They had, like, the racing chair. Yeah. Um, they even had, like, sponsorship banners behind them, all that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. Then you cut to some other dude who was, like, in, like, a camping chair in his shed. With, like <laughs> His steering wheel's got like a fluffy cover on it, like your grandma would put on. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a bit of a mixed bag, but yeah, like all, all the dudes were like mostly wearing like their race suits again. I presume get the sponsorships out there, get all the sponsors shown off. But man, it's again adapting and adjusting to a, a new a new regime. Yeah, they're, fair they're enough. they giving it a fair a fair crack. Yeah,
0: yeah, oh, but, fair enough. I mean, I, I can't I cancelled my Optus subscription. Cause there's no Premier League, and that's literally that was the crazy. only reason you had it. The only reason I had it, and I'm, I figured that <laughs> there's no point in paying for something I'm not going to watch. I mean, they're putting all these old matches on, but fuck, who wants to watch that shit? I'm I'm going to um, my phone's up for renewal, like at the end of this month, so I'm just going to get rid of Telstra because it's too expensive, and just get an Optus deal, so I get free Optus <laughs> Optus Sports with it anyway.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, crafty enough. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, talking about your classic football matches. I've watched a few of the um, F1 classic F1 races they've been putting on YouTube as well now. Oh yeah. There was um, what was there? There was Monaco '96. There was Hereth '97, and uh, Adelaide '87. I think it was.
0: Damn, Adelaide's a long time ago for Formula
1: One. So the Adelaide and Hereth were both sort of championship deciding races at the end of the season yeah and I, I kind of roughly remembered what was happening and who was gonna win but it was still entertaining i think yeah whether that's a, a product of just becoming starved and desperate for, for that type of content or yeah if it was i think it was genuinely um interesting um it's always cool having stuff that's being uh, called by murray walker as well that's always a nice nostalgic feeling
0: yeah it would have been good actually yeah
1: yeah when he was still pretty sharp as well, he—I think—I've realised how much he sort of started to wander off into senility later in his career.
0: Yeah. Have you been watching anything else apart from old sports? Have you been watching normal TV shows?
1: Uh yeah. It's—it's it's been pretty hectic week, so it's normally only just like a, a couple of shows maybe before we fall into bed. But yeah, I'm the same. Knocked off um, *The Witcher* on Netflix. I hadn't watched any of that. It was pretty good for what it was.
0: Yeah, I've been watching um, um, *Trailer Park Boys* the, the latest season, season seven.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be a good one to go to. Something definitely sort of stuff that's a bit more um, light, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I tell you what's getting me when I'm watching TV at the moment is when see people hug or shake hands. It's fucking weird now.
1: Kind of like when you see someone smoking in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hang on a second.
0: Yeah, because they're, they're like going to shake each other's hands. You're like, whoa, whoa you can't do that.
1: <laughs> well, it raises an interesting question, man. Like, is that the end of the handshake? Is it ever? Is it ever going to come back?
0: I mean, I'll be honest with you. I was never a big fan of the old hunt and a kiss on the cheek greeting thing. It's just, I don't know. Mm. I don't know if that was just. I've never, I've never liked it. It's always been a big problem of mine that I've just hated it, and I've. Kind of not being a big. Well, you're not fan.
1: alone. You're not alone at all, man. A lot of people feel that way. It's funny that's though. A lot enough. of
0: people expect it, but yeah, you know, I just I can't fucking stand it, eh? But it, I don't know whether that's just me being antisocial or me with my aspie traits.
1: Well, I know we've hugged. It's not. It's not like yeah, every be, time. I was drunk. Yeah. Well, if you are counting stuff that happens when you're drunk, that goes a lot deeper than hugs.
0: Oh. <laughs> Every, everyone's gay after a few drinks.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. For for me, it's definitely it's it's kind of like a, a spectrum of you know people that you know and are familiar with. Sure, the hug goes, but yeah, someone you've just met or something like that. I think that is odd.
0: No, oh, it's even people like to give a good example is my ex-wife's family. They were the big you know kiss and hug whenever you see each other. Like you could see them in the morning and then see them in the afternoon and they're still expected you're still expected to do the handshake and the kiss <laughs>
1: right. and the hug. Well that's a bit of times transpired at least like it's
0: it's not needed. Hello, that's all you need. A hi and a wave like fuck.
1: <laughs> I'll I'll sometimes drop the kids off or pick them up from their grandparents place and I'll I'll say hello, you know, go through that sort of standard procedure and we leave like 2 minutes later and they want to go through the whole lot again, I'm like, no, look, come on, we're just going. Like, we just did this. <laughs> but it's just their little routine, I guess.
0: Yeah. Bizarre.
1: End of the day, man. Like, it's not <laughs> it's not doing you any harm, so, like, go with the flow.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'll be, I'll be <laughs> too far. I'm going to go with the whole clapping thing. It makes mm-hmm. me feel uncomfortable. Don't want to do it.
1: Man, I think that's always something valid to say. But, yeah, I think... It'll be interesting to see, yeah, that if the handshake kind of goes goes the way of the dodo, because I mean, there are already, pe- already people, you know, before coronavirus saying that you know it's it's a weird thing to do because I mean sharing germs no matter what. So you know, coming up with alternatives or different ways of greeting people that doesn't require you know rubbing sweaty palms together.
0: Yeah, uh, the last time I had I had a little bit of a meeting at the uni with someone. Um, someone that I'm just doing like teamwork with in, a, in one of my subjects, hmm. and it was the COVIDs was already about, and they were like they put the hand out to give me a handshake, and I'm just like no no no, and I just did the <laughs> whole no nah, no nah. fist bump, and that's it.
1: Yeah, I think that's a pretty good variation.
0: Fist bump's okay.
1: Yeah. Well, i will have to wait and see. Yeah. Well, will, will there be a high five in sports? Is I think high five's
0: on? okay because it's just the same as a fist bump, isn't it?
1: Nah, but it's the it's the palm of your hand, right? Because if you're like rubbing your face or you know sneeze into your hands or whatever happens, that's that's the hot zone. That's why the, the knuckle bump isn't quite as, as festy because it's not getting that same sort of exposure.
0: All right, next time I'm going to sneeze into my fist like like that. And
1: then check. <laughs> no, well <you> know, <laughs> again just, just to be clear for people, the correct advice is you sneeze into the crook of your elbow if you have to, or a tissue ideally. If you've got one handy, or a handkerchief, or just a handkerchief,
0: sp- straight into thin air, just sneezed open.
1: Oh, just like a geyser, <laughs> just a, <laughs> a just fountain of spit flying everywhere. <laughs> oh, Jesus, and it's just like raining down like cluster bombs of of, of disease. Yeah, I
0: mean, if I'm going to spread it, I'm going to make sure I'm going to fucking spread it far and wide.
1: <laughs> well, there's been plenty of numpies who. have gone out there and done it there was that dude who went into the cop station and coughed on people there was oh there's been some... a few
0: people that have been in the shit for spitting it well, there's dickheads that were in the fucking supermarket licking fruit and that's stuff right and like, oh, what the fuck is that's, wrong with that's people?
1: the one that's the one i was thinking of man that was in florida i think and there was someone yeah, over he, here that did it in audi oh my god Dapto. Well, a, they D- just, Dapto just lost the plot did they
0: they're just fucking gobbin on fruit and vegetables
1: good on you Dapto. bloody hell anyway that's plastics. <laughs> is that is that a DAPTO problem or an Audi problem?
0: I mean, I th- I'm going to go with it's a DAPTO what, problem.
1: What, what, why not both? Nah. Why not both?
0: Uh, Audi's <laughs> not too bad. I mean, you're always going to get some special case in Audi, but I think it's more DAPTO-Aldi. Well,
1: there's definitely been an equaliser lately where even your main supermarkets are now asking you to bag your own stuff. So that's one up for Audi. That was look, one of my big... I've always One of gone the biggest the, cons for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've always gone to the, um, the self-checkout in Coles and Woolies anyway.
1: So well, Even for a full full shop? Yeah. Always.
0: That's it. Yeah, fuck it. I don't want to talk to anybody when I'm in there. I don't want to talk to anybody in most part, to be honest with you. Like, if I don't know you, I don't want to talk to you.
1: Dude. That sounds like a real pain in the ass, man.
0: No, it's fine. <laughs> and then the other thing, too, is I get to bag it the way I want to bag it. Sometimes I get the shits with the way they bag... They like they put like three items in a bag and they hand you the bag. You're like, bitch, that fucking bag's got like fucking enough room for heaps more shit.
1: Yeah, it's probably subjective on, you know, which store you're talking about. But our local Woolies, you give them a canvas bag, man. They Tetris it up and they max that puppy out. Yeah, they, do, they do a pretty good job. I, I would, yeah, say nine times out of ten. Even as OCD as you or I might be, I reckon they would... Nail it better, eh? They're yeah, that's why. So you, pr- you shop
0: at Woolies, whereas our local shops are Coles. I think yeah. they're a bit more ghetto in the Coles. I don't
1: know. Aren't they? basically the same.
0: Yeah, they are, and they aren't. I don't know.
1: Because there are there are rivalries out there where it's clear there's the, the the number one and the number two, right? Like if you go McDonald's and Hungry Jacks, like it's it's clear who's who's the bitch in that relationship.
0: The th- funny thing about it is. There's some things you can get in one shop that you can't get in another, and vice versa.
1: Yeah, but we're talking like 90% similar, like they're in the same trade, right?
0: Yeah, but, okay, to give you a good example, Catherine likes the Ingham's Chicken Cordon Bleu. (laughs) You can can only get that in Woolies. (laughs) You cannot get it in Coles. You can't get a Chicken Cordon Bleu in Coles at all. But
1: this... Well, that settles it then. That that definitely means that Coles is the number two.
0: But you can get the chicken Kiev in Coles. <laughs>
1: oh, God.
0: It's fucking bizarre.
1: I don't understand having such a specific taste for a, a brand of chicken. I'll, be, I'll tell it... you
0: why. Because there's no MSG and it's not like the... Um, so it's actually a proper piece of chicken breast. It's not like a MSG'd up, fucking mushed up chicken. That's why.
1: I don't, I don't know if we eat much of this sort of pre made frozen stuff. Maybe that's why I'm not a connoisseur.
0: Oh, look, we don't eat a lot of it, but like we have it like once of, once every 10 days or so. I, I have a chicken Kiev, and she has it called on blue because that's what she likes.
1: It's chicken night. It's ch-
0: chicken Kiev night.
1: Fucking hell. <laughs> so you're calling it, mate. Coles is, is number two, hey?
0: No, no, no. I'm not saying that because there's some things that Coles have <laughs> that Woolies <laughs> don't have. Like, Coles do. <laughs> the British range of sausages and bacon and a few other things. Like, they'll do um, Cumberland sausages and they are, I'm telling you now, spot on proper English sausages, whereas I've tried other English sausages from other places and they're garbage.
1: i am going to be honest, man. I don't know if many people who've been listening to this blog... Blog? <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Have been listening to this podcast are going to be taking food advice from you, man. You, you got whack taste buds. No, I don't. I think... I think the record, record would reflect that.
0: No, the record proves that I'm more critical than you are of food.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe that, that's a different way of looking at it. I can agree with that. Fucking Cumberland sausage. That doesn't actually sound half bad. Yeah, I'd actually have a
0: dinner. Cumberland sausages and veggies.
1: Never been to Cumberland. It could be a total shithole for a lino.
0: I is it even a place?
1: Fucking hell, Dave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Go back I to assume the, so. Going back to the TV shows, and I'm assuming a bit of binge-watching has been going on.
1: Jesus, that was a bit of a sidetrack. Well, that's my point. I don't, This this lockdown's been bullshit. Like, if you got a job, if you got kids, you don't get to do anything good. Like, you've been doing uni study, you're in the same boat.
0: Yeah, but I've like, been got, able to binge a bit as well.
1: Your motherfuckers out here saying they're bored out of their minds, it's like, bitch, shut up. Like, you got a good. yeah. Like, Every, all, all the silver linings about being trapped at home that people are at least taking some consolation from we're not seeing any of it we're no. like losing our minds
0: yeah it's true I, I guess it's not technically about the the binge watching but it, do, it has happened to me in the past where I've binge watched something and my well, inner in a monologue has started like talking in that person's accent is <laughs> that well, hope
1: I'm pretty sure I can speak Spanish now after watching several seasons of Narcos.
0: <laughs> so the reason it comes about is because one of my, um, one of my lecturers has got like an Eastern European Russian style kind of accent. Cool. And the, f- the stupid thing is it's only when I pick up the textbook for that subject and I start reading it and I'm reading it in my head in his accent straight away.
1: That sounds like great fun. <laughs> <laughs> Very does he, bizarre. Does he does he wear an Adidas tracksuit? No. Does he squat when he smokes a cigarette? No. Sorry, I'm just what going through my why
0: would he squat when he takes
1: Do so you know anything about the, about the, the Eastern Europeans squat? They sort of get down on their haunches and like lean against the wall? <sighs> you should look it up, it's a it's a thing.
0: It's it's a it's a racist comment, is what that is.
1: Yeah, probably, but I think <laughs> most, most I think like. most I think most people count them as white people, so it doesn't doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, I don't know. They're like in between white and Asians,
1: aren't they? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not going to go into this territory. <laughs> 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 what do they call yeah. Eurasians? Oh, you're talking about someone who's like Kazakhstan. Got... Yeah, yeah. Well, that's and definitely Mongolia, sort of more a bit... more of a blur, but. Yeah, if you're talking, like, um, Yugoslavia, you know, Belarus, Latvia, those sort of joints. Oh,
0: they're not in real countries, those places, anyway. They've only just started, like, ten years ago. Bullshit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just started? Or got out from under the grip of the USSR? I mean... Uh, Tomato, tomato.
0: They didn't get out. They got let out. Let's let's, let's be real.
1: Mm, Well, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, think, I think I think geopolitics is probably getting too too hardcore for for, for us anyway. Yeah, <laughs> leave, leave it to the pros. Probably. Oh Jesus! I
0: got a I, I got a question for you, Al. When somebody's educated enough to be teaching at university level, would you expect yep. would you expect them to be able to talk properly? Especially when that that's their main language.
1: What do you mean, talk properly?
0: So something that gets on my goat is when people say things like "everything," yeah, or "something."
1: Yeah, if if someone was teaching at the tertiary level in a university and used that phrase, I would notice. It would be weird.
0: Yeah. So one of my one of my tutors does it, and I I came so close. Because it's, because it's online at the moment and we're using a chat forum on the side of it. I, I almost yep. wrote next to it. you do realise there's no K at the end of everything or something.
1: I mean, these are the sort of scenarios where you've got to ask yourself what have you got to gain and what have you got to lose, right? And that's, that's where your brain goes, don't type the message, Dave. I, I've got nothing
0: <laughs> to lose. I've got nothing to lose. <laughs> oh, man. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll leave it until my last shoot when all my, all my assessments have been graded. And it's just exams well, left.
1: I think the interesting thing is when you're talking about communication, all that takes is someone to send a message and someone to receive the message. So on that level, even if they say everything, like you can still learn the lesson, right? Like it doesn't prevent you from doing it. But it doesn't, you're right, it doesn't, it doesn't fit the environment. It doesn't meet what your expectations probably are going to be.
0: So I'm just wondering if I, if I wrote my essay and spelt, every, <laughs> spelt a K on the end of it and sent it through and if she pinged me on it, I'd just go, well, that's how you fucking say it, bitch. So.
1: Well, it's interesting. What what amuses me more than that is someone who's widely read then tries to bust out a fancy word but completely mispronounces it Yeah, or would mispronounce basic words. I've known people like that. You know that they're like smashing down like three novels a week sort of style and not not silly people but just whether it's through inattention or not actually often speaking the words you can just absolutely murder and butcher the pronunciation yeah I'm sure I've done it like most people probably have but
0: I, I'll be honest I don't usually attempt words that I don't like if I don't if I don't usually use it. Yeah. It's, not, it's
1: not happening just dial it back yeah <laughs> go go back to the safe zone yeah I mean it's, like, e-
0: it's easier for me to talk like this because at least I know what I'm saying and it's going to come out
1: yeah. but then you have the opposite as well which is what you're saying if you're, if, 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 you, if you're writing the essay
0: sorry what the fuck is in your beard
1: <laughs> what's going on
0: yeah it was like a bit of you had a bit of orange juice in your moustache and then it fell into your beard <laughs> Hey, Nico. Dave. Hi. Dave says hi. Hi, Dave. What up? It's, going, dude. it's a
1: bed. It's a bedtime.
0: No, I just need my tablet.
1: Oh, Mum can sort that out for
0: you. Can I have a tiny sip of your drink?
1: I haven't got much left. Jog on. <laughs> Oi. What? What did I just say? <laughs> you drink the last of my orange juice. Yeah, you're no son of mine I'm just not mine bloody hell that's what I'm talking about Dave I'm, tra- I'm trapped with these monsters well juice thieving self centred
0: all I can say is you should have got the snip a while ago then
1: yeah <laughs> horses bolted
0: did you, did you you haven't had it yet have you
1: no no who would want to go to a doctor's office or a hospital at this stage? Hells to the no.
0: Probably somebody with COVID.
1: Well, exactly. If you don't have anything that's urgent.
0: I've got to go to a probably. doctor's appointment next week, actually, with, about my shoulder.
1: Oh, yeah. Just a checkup or?
0: Well, yeah. I'm, I'm having a lot of issues with it still. Mm. It's still really painful. Like, I'm still having to take a lot of painkillers for it. It's not like six months now.
1: Yeah, well, it's pretty hardcore surgery, and you didn't really <laughs> go through the recovery process properly either.
0: Don't blame me for this. It's not, it's not <laughs> my fault.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, you can let us. You can let us know what the doctor says then. What's opinion? Him,
0: I'm going to ask him for a cortisone <laughs> injection. Give me the needle, Doc. Yep. Just cut me, cut me, Mick. <laughs>
1: um. All right. Well, I'm surprised. Well. Some businesses have eliminated those sort of face-to-face appointments. I was trying to get down to see a, a solicitor and they were like, yeah, we're not doing face-to-face stuff at the moment, so mm, call us in a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, right. What'd you get caught for?
1: Hmm? Oh, no, I just got to sign some paperwork. They, they need a, a, a JP. He's not a good enough witness. They need to go next level.
0: Is a lawyer would be more than a JP?
1: Yeah, like if you're a practicing solicitor or barrister, um, or a registrar from your local court, which is actually what I ended up lining up for next week.
0: Yeah, can you? I th- usually, with things like that, sometimes you can get like a um, like a, a sergeant or hire at a police station as well. Yeah.
1: No, this, this was for some um, pretty heavy duty sort of uh, legal docs, so. Got to go top shelf, apparently. Fair enough. Just a pain in the ass At this... any other time. Whatever. It's pretty easy to get done. But when everyone's in isolation, it turns into a fucking rigmarole to get it done. Yeah. Oh, well, we will endure, Dave. True that. There's always people out there doing it tougher, right?
0: Yeah. So is there any, uh, any silver linings to everything that's been going on for you, Al? Um,
1: through trying to cope with the work and kids situation i started getting up a bit earlier and starting work a bit earlier Mm. found that to become quite a productive routine um i know a few people in our workplace who sort of work shifted hours along those lines so i'm thinking whether that might be the go going forward it's not something i'd ever i guess the trick is Normal routine, I'm dropping kids off at school and that sort of stuff, so it might not be so easy to do, but yeah. I found that to be a, a net, net benefit. Um, yeah, I'm out. That's it? <laughs> I don't know, I'd have to think about it, I guess. I mean, haven't it, had to haven't had to do as much laundry, does that count?
0: I reckon I've had to do more.
1: How's that well,
0: work? I don't know. Because I'm at home and I'm eating not, not shit that I wouldn't usually eat, so I was spilling crap on me and having to wash more shirts.
1: Yeah, like, but if you spill something on yourself, yeah. you're not going anywhere.
0: No, but I'm, con- I'm like anal about it. I might stain my shirt or something, something like that.
1: Right, so you wouldn't tolerate having orange juice hanging off your moustache?
0: I, I can't grow one, so I mean, you yeah.
1: um, know.
0: I ended up with blood all over my fucking shirt yesterday. I, something p- fell, like when I was working, something right. fell, like bit me on the fucking neck and then fell down the inside of my shirt. Whilst I was driving. So right. initial reaction was just like, fucking slap my chest Well, it was in there. And it just went splat. And I was wearing my Away uh, Wanderers jersey, which is white. I looked damn. down and there was just like a fucking patch about the size of a five cent piece that was just blood.
1: Jeez, man. You've probably got dinghy fever now or something.
0: So if somebody's been bitten by a mozzie with COVID, so I've definitely got it now.
1: Apparently it's not bloodborne. I mean, they're not certain, but it doesn't appear to be.
0: How can it? How can you not get it from a blood transfusion, but you can get it from someone spitting in your face?
1: Well, the whole the whole disease is the virus attacking your lungs, so that's that's why the coughing and sneezing is is bad times because it's in those globs of spit or liquid or whatever, mm. and it go, goes into your face. That's that's what the face touching is about. If it goes into your into your mouth, into your respiratory system, boom, it's going straight to its happy place and starts festering away in multiplying and away you go.
0: I thought you could get it through your eyes.
1: Yeah. Cause it's all connected. There's ducts in your eyes that go through to the back of your nose.
0: So your eye bones connected to your dick.
1: <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you just have to worry about your normal AIDS and hepatitis, mate. It's fine. All right, cool. <laughs> but yeah, definitely notice the decrease in, in laundry. That's just yeah, pretty much just have the one outfit for the day, call it good.
0: You're not having like day pajamas and night pajamas like some other people have been talking about.
1: I don't wear pajamas.
0: Gross. <laughs> <don't know> how <laughs> <it is. laughs> I found that petrol's getting a lot cheaper for somebody that drives for work. It's pretty pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. For everyone else, I think I said to you the other day. I just sort of shrugged. I'm like, so what? I'm not driving anywhere. Yeah, the I, I went got mental a full with tank you know, as
0: like, it. Is. I saw that petrol come up at like 69 cents or whatever. I'm just like, fucking drive the car up there with a jerry can and everything and filled the fucking jerry can up while I was at it. I was like, you've got to cash in on these prices. I'll fill my car back up yeah. with a jerry can.
1: Bring bring a saucepan, man. Just fill up anything.
0: <laughs> I should have taken a ute and just filled the tub up with fuel.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> I'm
0: joking. What,
1: what could possibly go wrong?
0: Yeah, it's funny though. It's like. 10:30 at night, you go at the local BP and it's just fucking packed.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it's crafty, man. It's obviously it's it's working for him because I said to you, it's genius because you're not most people. Well, a significant amount of people aren't just going to get the petrol; they're going to grab a a Magnum or a Cornetto or some bullshit while they're there, right? Yeah, not not me That's though,
0: because I'm fucking tight as fuck. I'm just going yeah, out there to fill up yeah. the petrol. <laughs> we know,
1: we know. <laughs> but um, I don't know. what's what's been the positives for you out of the whole situation I mean, the fuel, the think fuel
0: situation has been pretty good but um,
1: but that's not even coronavirus that's, that's well it the, is um, it's,
0: it's, it is kind of coronavirus related because there's supply and demand has is, is caused this to happen
1: so, yeah but oil is also the cheapest it's ever like been in the last 12 years or something
0: yeah but, uh, but why is that again because supply and demand but if you look at the price of diesel it's not changed that much because there's still demand for diesel with trucks Mm. It's just the petrol that's gone down.
1: Fucking professor of economics over here.
0: Well, I'm studying economics at the moment. Anyway. <laughs> uh, um, uh, so uh, one thing that's been a silver lining for me has been... Uh, uh, I don't want to sound like I'm a profiteer of, of death or whatever, but...
1: Human misery. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when, when the COVID's kicked in I, and everything like stock market shat their pants... I uh, invested in the stock market, and uh, it's been doing all right.
1: Well, there you go.
0: Bought bought low, and it's starting to have, like yesterday alone made twelve percent.
1: I'm assuming that wasn't your quanta stock.
0: Qantas stock has gone up. <laughs> st- well, surprisingly enough, Qantas stock has gone up by nine percent.
1: Oh look, I'm not surprised because there was a lot of panic that hit the market. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. The reason I bought all these stocks was because they did die in the arse. They had a massive decrease, like every stock. And when they hit the, <laughs> hit the pan at the bottom, that's when I bought them. So that when they come back to where they were, yeah. I made a bit of money.
1: I like how you're explaining this like there was any science behind it.
0: See, with Qantas and a few of the other ones that I bought, it was like these are big companies. They're never going to go tits up. There's the, the government's always going to back them somewhere or another. So they will come back. They have to come back. Whereas this one was like, "This is going to come back, and it's probably going to come back in leaps and bounds because of everything that's going on as well."
1: I feel like there should be a disclaimer that you're not a qualified, you know, stockbroker.
0: I'm not, but I did think about it today. I was just wondering. <laughs> you're not
1: you... not, you're not giving people advice that they should follow. <laughs> no, no, no! Don't listen to anything I've got to say.
0: It's, it's your own money. Do what you like. But uh, does, does, uh, what do you need to? What do you need? What's the qualification to be a stockbroker? Do you know? Uh,
1: I don't think to be a stockbroker necessarily, but um, certainly someone who's a financial advisor. There's oh yeah, issues. I know
0: you've got to. You've, yeah, financial yeah. advisors, but yeah. stockbroking. So that's
1: that's that's the disclaimer you need is that, you know, Dave, day Stomp tips with a grain of salt. Oh yeah, I'm
0: not a financial advisor. Don't, don't listen to me in any see, way. See before.
1: someone on the internet, I, I follow dangerous day stock tips and now I'm living in a garbage can. <laughs> you thanks, know what? Thanks for nothing. I
0: would probably start telling people to buy, buy, buy just to ream the stock up so I could sell my shit at a high price.
1: <laughs> oh man, if you want to talk about manipulating the market, you've got to take your hat off to the friggin' politicians, man. You've got all these Dudes in America, all the um, people that were on the um, committee that were saying they were getting the early coronavirus sort of briefings. Yeah, they started dumping a ton of their stocks and buying up in other like pharmaceutical and medical companies. Yeah, before like any of this news was like hitting the public.
0: That's insider trading, surely.
1: Hundred percent, it is, and motherfuckers are getting away with that. That's 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 your moral compass. Goals there, Dave. Yeah, see, I mean, <laughs> become, become that ruthless. <laughs> oh Jesus!
0: I mean, I'm a prick, but I ain't that level prick.
1: Yeah, and, um, and wait a minute, you
0: agree that I'm a prick? What the fuck? Come on, mate.
1: <laughs> no, no, the, it's not a, it's not even in the same league. But yeah, uh, like you said, you gotta, you gotta make cash somehow. Yeah, Every, everyone's. Doing, doing what they can to hustle at the moment, man. Like you said, you can't necessarily rely on, you know, ScoMo coming through with, you know, bennies for everyone. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, yeah,
0: I, I, I ain't going to get shit, so... Yeah, it's a fairly, just,
1: fairly targeted program.
0: It does feel yeah. a little bit... It does feel a little bit um, discriminatory in some way, shape or form. Like, you can only put in for any of that money if you've lost a certain amount. Like... I think when it comes to something like this, it should be straight across the board, everyone's just getting this and that's the end of it.
1: Well, again, floating without no politics fraud. just draw the distinction between the Liberal government versus the Labor government when they did the stimulus during the GFC, right? That's something that Rudd and these dudes put out there fast, no strings attached, boom, pumped in all that money into the economy. Yeah. And... It's been praised almost universally worldwide by economists as being an absolutely pro move to get the country through that tough time and it had the intended effect. So coming at it now with the Libs, they are sort of tried to to deliver the same sort of thing, but yeah, far more uh, restrictions on it about who gets it and who it's actually going to benefit. I mean, a big chunk of the money they put together is going... Straight to straight to businesses, right? It's not going to individuals.
0: Yeah. The one th- one thing, I'll, and I mean, I'm quoting something that happened on the, I heard on the ABC yesterday, and again, mm. she probably should be talking to politics and all the rest of it, but um,
1: ah, we've crossed that bridge.
0: She was saying it's funny, like her husband's still working, so she's and she, but she's lost her job, and she's not eligible yep. for anything because of the income that her husband's getting. Right, they look at the household income or whatever. Yeah. So her complete financial situation has taken a massive nosedive, but she's not eligible. Yet people on Centrelink, that have always been on Centrelink, nothing's changed for them, but yet Mm -hmm. they're getting more money handed to them. Why would they be getting more money handed to them when nothing's changed for them? Yet people who things have changed for aren't getting shit.
1: Yeah. Well, a big part of the the, um, tactic is for that money to go out and get spent. to some level it doesn't matter who's spending it the intent is for it to go back in and support your small businesses your struggling businesses restaurants that are only doing takeaway orders all that sort of stuff the idea is to get money flowing through them and get them through the tough time um and for whatever reason like obviously we don't know the decision was made these are the people that are going to get the cash versus these are the people that won't yeah. So probably, I don't.
0: I mean, if they're trying to get people to spend money, it's probably, for just, you know, probably a bit smart because if they handed me a thousand bucks tomorrow, then I'd just probably spend it on stocks.
1: <laughs> but yeah. I mean, there's going to be a percentage of, of people who will do that, but the vast majority of it does get recirculated. That's, that's a big part of the idea. But, you know, or also for people who, you know, haven't had you know, have lost an income stream or something like that, I think a lot of those people would be eligible to get those type of benefits. But, I mean, obviously the example you gave, not so much, but you assume that her husband's getting enough cash for them to, you know, be able to afford groceries, right? Like, I don't think they're... Oh, yeah, I know,
0: but you you live within your means, you know what I mean? And when one person's income drops, it's a a hit no matter what. But... The other thing that was brought up too was the fact that um, people that are contractors or whatever, they say like a lot of a lot of people that work for universities, they're given like a 12-month contract or a six-month contract or a contract to cover yep. the semester. Because yep. of that reason, and they haven't been working for 12 months straight, they're not eligible to get anything. They've now lost their job. They're not getting anything at all. But because they weren't working for 12 months, they're not eligible for it.
1: Oh, look, I don't know exactly how it works, but I assume someone who's in that situation can still apply for you know, unemployment benefits like anyone else could.
0: Yeah, they can apply for unemployment, but they can't get the extra benefits because they haven't been working for that extra... for that 12-month period. Oh, well,
1: people get the government they vote for, mate, so I'll leave it at that.
0: Didn't get the government... Wait a minute. Yes, we did.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if, if on the other side of this, people didn't think the federal government, didn't think the state government did a good job, then one of the most effective things you can do is have your voice heard for the next election.
0: Yeah. Actually, somebody did bring up a thing um, on Facebook. It might have been this morning. They were saying that um, people that are traveling this weekend, if they get caught traveling outside the areas that they should be traveling in or whatever the case might be, yeah, they're going to get like a warning to go home. And if they don't need mm. that warning, then they'll get fined after that. Right. And that's by Highway Patrol and all the rest of it. Now, if that's the way that they're going to do things, then shouldn't it be, if you get caught speeding, you get a warning on it before... And then if you get caught again that same day, then you get done?
1: I don't understand what you're saying, Dave.
0: So, okay, you're breaking the law, right? But you get a warning to say, go, go home, don't do it again. If you do it again, then you'll get in trouble. Whereas yeah, but it's, You're breaking it's, it's another exception- law.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think it's designed to have a little bit of wiggle room like that because there might be people who may not genuinely realise they're doing the wrong thing, right? Or you're giving them an opportunity. It's extraordinary circumstances.
0: It's. I think to say that they don't realise that they're doing the wrong thing is probably a big stretch at this point in time.
1: There could genuinely be people, though, that you know didn't realize that there was that type of travel restriction right
0: maybe just one minute because we're almost an hour in and i haven't done something yet <laughs> gotta get my mandatory touch my microphone in there
1: it's the worst trademark ever
0: yeah oh well, it's it's there now <laughs> it's there to stay i mean i could have gone the whole podcast without touching it but i thought i should just... <laughs>
1: i would say it's perhaps similar to the situation you sometimes have when they change a speed limit in an area or a fresh speed camera they have kind of like a three-month grace period oh, where did they, they do send it send out warning notices right
0: really because i got booked yeah. in the speeding zone that they changed the speed the night the night before and i got booked the next day
1: Jeez, man did you fight that one
0: i said something to the copper and he's just like speeds the post it's quite clearly posted not my fault yep. if you didn't see it
1: so i mean that's what they did with the um the mobile phone cameras right that was a trial period where people were getting warned so kind of like that idea when something's new people are still getting their heads around it yeah you know you go a warning if they're stubborn about it or get done again boom you had your chance. Here's the fine.
0: I think it depends on the Nazi that's pulled you over as well, too, because yep. <laughs> some, some dude on Facebook last night apparently went to, there's like a 24-hour car wash in Sydney, wherever he was, Yep, and sure. he went to take his car to get washed at like 2 o'clock in the morning, and he got fined $1,000 for non-essential travel by the police last night.
1: I'd agree. So
0: why, is, why is the car wash allowed to be open, then?
1: <laughs> double standard exactly um,
0: this is what I'm saying like you can't have it one way like the essential job is to, for sure. somebody to can facilitate this car wash to be open like any job is sure. is, a, is apparently essential job but yet you can't go there and use it towards the fucking point
1: no look I was being a bit facetious I think it is actually pretty rough because the actual risk in that scenario to me seems very low right yeah like that's very, very different from someone going to Bondi Beach to sunbathe, right? Very different scenario. Um, Another story I heard during the week, actually, a mate from Melbourne told me was um, someone got done. They were just taking their kid for a driving lesson.
0: Yeah, that's in the news. Yeah. They they actually retracted that fine.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting to see where that balance of the rules versus common sense versus the risk, how it all balances out. Yes. You you can cook up what if scenarios of all right, you go for your driving lesson, Um, you got to stop and get petrol, you touch an infected petrol bowser, then you go down the road, your car breaks down, then some road assistance guy's got to come, then he gets the infection, and boom, boom, boom. Like You can definitely cook up a scenario where, okay, you've now caused harm, but I think the risk of that happening is still pretty damn low. Yeah. And it's tough. Like, you know... That that idea of your kid doing some driving lessons is part of normal life, normally, right? So, uh, how much how much are you sacrificing and giving up during this time versus stuff you're still trying to just do in whatever way you can, as as safely as you can, right? And going around your neighbourhood for a driving lesson's pretty low impact, right?
0: You think so? But yeah, is it essential? Like
1: yeah, I mean, there's this whole thing with, you know, it's a bit of a, a farce on the idea of keeping school lessons going, right? Yeah. Your kids aren't going to the school, but you're still trying to get them to do it all at home while you're still trying to do full-time work. Like, it, in what universe does that work? Don't know. And it's like, you know, in, in Victoria, it wasn't, sorry, no, it wasn't Victoria. In Victoria, it just happened to be that the school holidays are earlier, but a lot of private schools in New South Wales were just like, term's done. You got four weeks of holidays. Stay safe, kids. Very different scenario in the state schools, and it's just like, what, why are we even trying to do this? Like, you know, in the grand scheme of things, are these two weeks going to be that critical?
0: I think it like, depends on what year your kids in. Like potentially, kids are in year twelve or year eleven. Like this is pretty shit for them not to be in school.
1: Yeah, but I'd also say that they're. Obviously, more capable of working independently, right? Primary school kids is frigging nightmare, trying to keep them on task. Yeah, but maybe. and I was, you know, this is where I'll acknowledge that there is value in trying to maintain some routine, some normalcy to your life, right? Trying to carry on as best you can, rather than it just being a complete cold turkey boom. Your whole life's turned upside down, and having to deal with that weird feeling and situation. Yeah, so but I like you play said at the beginning,
0: everyone's got to make a sacrifice at this point in time. It's not exactly hard. It's not like you get sent to war and possibly going to get blown up. <laughs> I
1: don't know, man. Some of those fights over toilet paper were pretty vicious. <laughs>
0: Talking <laughs> about toilet paper.
1: Oh, back to the good stuff, yep. <laughs> Did you... <laughs> I can't wait to see where this goes.
0: So uh, that toilet paper that you, you gave me...
1: Oh, that little single uh, roll of who uh, gives a crap?
0: I, I, uh, I cracked it open yesterday
1: you thought of me as you wiped your ass
0: <laughs> I did and I didn't
1: oh Jesus
0: what 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 are you thinking that toilet paper is rubbish
1: well do you I've scrunch or do you fold I, I fold
0: see that toilet paper like, doesn't like, work for the folding
1: I, I fold it like a delicate croissant
0: it just doesn't work <laughs> What do you mean it doesn't work? My fucking hands go straight through it.
1: How many layers are you doing? You've got to have like maybe four layers going, dude. What
0: a fucking waste of paper, seriously?
1: Dude, I can take ten sheets, fold it once, fold it twice, and that does the job. Plus, I only take like one shit a day, so... Yeah, so, do I,
0: so do I, but uh, what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> it's... I don't know, it's not, it's not, it's not very good toilet paper. <laughs>
1: You shouldn't look a gift horse in the mouth, Dave.
0: I'm not, I'm just saying. It's that, sort of, ro-
1: that role was given with all love and compassion. You couldn't buy a role to save your life. And I was just trying to help you out.
0: I, I managed to get some, but... I don't know, man. Like, I'm not a fan. Like, if I was desperate, like, I'll, you know, I'll live with it while I'm desperate. You, you know were I mean? desperate.
1: But, That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know. But what I'm saying is, like, now I've got choices... I I don't know I'm going to use it just to use it because it's already but I don't know I I think the wrapping Uh, that it was in would be better than the toilet paper
1: uh, makes me so. so
0: (laughs) I don't think I'd be paying the premium you're paying for that toilet paper as well I'm trying to get it
1: I don't think it costs much it's pretty I I think it's pretty cost effective service yeah I don't know it's convenient as well (laughs) is
0: it is it recycled Uh, not sure don't know,
1: man. I think I assume it would be. It has that greeny angle all over the box and everything.
0: Yeah, I just I just found that it tears really easily. That's all.
1: This tissue isn't strong enough.
0: It's no, because I I I have a good good firm wipe. I like to get right up in there and oh, get. Oh, crass! <laughs> <laughs> just tell it like it is, mate. You've
1: got sp- special need butthole. Special need taste buds jesus christ
0: well, apparently i do have special needs
1: don't we all man <laughs> don't we all all right well like you said we've been cracking on for about an hour i thought maybe close on a bold prediction i'll get a bold prediction from each of us how long is this shit gonna go on for oh, fuck, who knows? what do you what do you reckon just have a stab man i know you're sometimes you're in can't can't do any sports betting, so this can be a form of gambling that you can participate in.
0: I think things will go back to normal
1: mm.
0: in six months.
1: Six months? So that puts for us... For us. Like for Australia. October.
0: I think for other countries. October. Some countries are up mm. shit creek. Big time.
1: Oh, man. US is going to burn down.
0: this the UK's not far behind it, man. They're getting fucking Yeah,
1: through. They've done a rough job well they getting like six
0: seven hundred fucking people dying a day in the UK
1: yeah New Zealand's smashing it they've done a great job
0: oh well they just just went straight fucking yeah Nazi style straight away I love it
1: Um, Greenland's done they've all the people that had it in Greenland have all recovered now so they're sweet yeah yeah look I guess I'm thinking about it in two stages there's relaxation of the isolation so potentially like people reopening workplaces going back to the office that sort of thing kids going back to school i can see that i reckon that'll happen in probably two or three months time i can see that relaxing but in terms of like life going back to normal like you know all your sports leagues start up again you can have like those large gatherings um you know even playing your amateur sports and all that sort of stuff I, I I'd probably with you man more like October I reckon professional if, sports if, will start if,
0: sooner than anything else
1: well yeah it, it'll be tricky like they might televise, but I don't think they'll have crowds but yeah I, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see anything back to normal till next year in terms I'm talking normal in the sense that there's um, easy access to treatment or easy access to a vaccine where it kind of takes the threat of the virus out of the equation i think once the
0: vaccine's done are they just going to issue it to everybody
1: uh it might be one of those similar to the flu jab where it might be the people who are more at risk from it might be the thing but the process of going through those clinical trials to prove a vaccine safe like it takes 12 months at least i no, just that's whatever, just go that's down the American
0: says. path. Just give him everything. Give him whatever we've got at the moment. Just give him that, and that will or, hopefully. Or, yeah,
1: or, yeah. The president mentions a drug, and everyone starts giving it to themselves and ODing and dying. <laughs> that, that's been happening a bit. Yeah. So right. you know.
0: because he's he's a great source for knowledge.
1: Oof. Desperate times, I guess. <laughs> All right. So, your call in October. I'm, I'm going to say, man, not till 2021. I'm going long haul.
0: Yeah, fair
1: enough. We'll see. We'll see how it pans I out. I think
0: there'll probably be some sort of normality by October.
1: Yeah, I, I could see a relaxation, but I think those principles of you know physical distancing, you know, avoiding those large gatherings could still be in play. Yeah. I think another big big factor that you know if they get a far more effective um, testing regime set up, then any outbreaks can be sort of discovered and locked down in a more local sense rather than broad statewide measures you know what i mean so if they can get if they can get that up and running like they have done in other countries like um south korea yeah um japan apparently been very good at getting the testing done that can change the scenario a fair bit as well yeah because at the the moment they can't just test everyone it it won't work there's not that kind of scale to it fair enough fuck ended that shit on a grim note Maybe everyone can just imagine you wiping your ass again.
0: <laughs> I, can, I can take a picture and put With it up sub, on, the, on the Facebook sub, page if they want. Sub
1: sub substandard toilet paper.
0: <laughs> I, I'll, maybe in the morning, I'll I'll take a picture of the toilet paper and the destruction of it.
1: Dude, from someone saying, from someone saying a couple of weeks ago, they'd kill someone for toilet paper. You get very fussy very quick. <laughs>
0: I mean, I hadn't got desperate. My curtains are still hanging up, so, I mean, I wasn't that desperate.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, can you imagine all the dodgy stuff that's been flushed down those dunnies? Mate, that's been
0: one of the biggest problems they've been getting in a lot of countries, is, like, all (laughs) this fucking shit that people have been shucking down the toilet, like, fucking, like, cloth hankies and fucking socks and all sorts of shit. (laughs) And
1: So, it's, it's that stuff that makes you wonder if we will get through this, but... Did you see that Hopefully. bloke that
0: was the, uh, fucking hoarded all that toilet paper who's been trying to sell it, like some bloke, Facebook, was trying to sell it back to fucking Woolies?
1: Ah, uh, Mob justice is too good for someone like that.
0: Somebody should just break into his house and just set fire to all the toilet paper. Yeah,
1: I think that would be fitting. <laughs> Wash it all go up in smoke. Kind of like when, the, when uh, Heath Ledger's Joker sets all the money on fire. Yeah. Or he steals it from all the gangsters and yeah, just yeah, torches yeah. it. Just just because <laughs> he wants that, to see
0: the world burn.
1: Just do that with a pile of cult on.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright mate. Good seeing you. good chant here. Yep. Stay safe, my dude. Peace out. Ciao.